2: Zumo play.
3: It is the nightcap here on VEASAN, 35-30, to 30. Femi. Warriors have the lead. It has been ugly, but a couple of back-to-back possessions uh, for this Lakers team, and... Uh, They've cut the deficit down to five and they're back as a favorite in the in-game market.
4: LeBron James and Anthony Davis a combined two of 15 from the field. You know, LeBron, we knew that he was going to be kind of just the facilitator, usually is in these opening day playoff uh, type of scenarios, but Anthony Davis is the one that's a little surprising to me at least. I played his over. He has a whopping three points so far in this ball game, but look for him. That maybe he can get it going or get to the line. I think that's what he's going to have to do to try to maybe get back in rhythm as the Lakers need all the offensive help as they can get, as I think you said, live total at two oh one. Two oh one. That's incredible.
3: Yeah, I was doing a, a radio hit with my good friends uh, in uh, in San Diego, and uh, you know they were asking why this total has gone down. And you just think about the Lakers and what they do, and both these teams, uh, even with Steph Curry playing the way that he's played, Femi, they are not a great
4: offensive team. Yeah, the stars are not out in this game. And that's what we're all excited to see. We're all excited to see LeBron, Anthony Davis, Steph Curry. And it's been the role player guys that have stepped up and have taken over kind of this game here as the Lakers are down by seven still. But we'll see if those guys can get going. Usually the star players, they just got to get to the free throw line to get in rhythm, rhythm, uh, force the issue, do those types of things to try to get that. Just see one of those things go in, one of those shots go up inside, and then that's usually what gets them going here. But they're going to need it. I think whichever team star players can kind of raised to that level of expectation is the team that wins the ball game
3: yeah so uh just taking a look at the prop market by the way john yastrzemski Corey kluber throwing a no hitter tonight Knicks series about to get underway net series about to get underway so uh the perfect person to have on he's going to join us here uh momentarily get his thoughts on everything as he is the host of the new york new york podcast uh a eight point lead right now for the golden state warriors and i think uh, general consensus is right now that uh, they just seem to want it more, and their their role players are stepping up. You know, Kent Bazemore hit a couple early threes, Femi. Andrew Wiggins has got nine points. Uh, by the way, Steph Curry just missed a free throw, which I think... Uh, I is, saw a Blue Moon is, just, yeah, just pass on by I don't by know here. if that ever happens. <laughs> uh, you know, Toscano's got uh, five points, hit a big three. Uh, so this is... You know, for the Warriors, they're they're getting enough contributions and they're playing good defense. You know, this is a top 10 defensive team in the league and they've got a chance, you know, to get a double-digit lead right now uh, on the
4: Lakers. And we talked about it a little bit yesterday, but the Lakers have always kind of been lethargic. They were lethargic in the bubble last year. Remember the game one against Portland. And how Damon Little he went off and the Lakers just looked a little iffy on offense the same thing happening against the Houston Rockets now this isn't a series so they don't have time to like right. okay let's go to the drawing board make the adjustments and all that this is a one game scenario now if they lose though then play Memphis but that's a, like that's another one that you can't have a feeling out process in that game because that literally will be win or go home so the Lakers LeBron James and the mentality of being kind of just easing in and feeling things out when he plays teams in the postseason you can't do that in a game like this.
3: Yeah, four of fifteen right now from uh from three are are the Lakers. Another turnover. I mean, they have just been putrid offensively. They're down ten right now. So um yeah, the irony is uh, if this if this uh holds this this score, you know, the Clippers did all they could to avoid a matchup with the Lakers in the second round and they might get what they were uh, were not hoping for uh, in uh, in the second round, if the Lakers do fall here tonight and ultimately beat the Memphis Grizzlies on on Friday. So it's a seven-point game. LeBron will be checking back in here momentarily. Um, but, you know, we talked about the uh, the prop market. Steph Curry, 36.5, only six points right now, as the Warriors have done really all they can on Steph Curry. No three-pointers made. His over-under prop, I think at South Point was 5.5, juice to the over, and then DraftKings, I believe, was at 6.5. Uh, Femi for, for three pointers for Steph Curry.
4: Yeah, it's again, we knew that Frank Vogel was not going to let Steph Curry go for that 40, 45, 50 point game. The Lakers have paid so much attention to him. Now, the Warriors have had some guys, the Baysmores, the Wiggins, those guys have stepped up in place of Steph Curry's uh, inability to score at this moment. But, you know, it's, it's just not going to be his night. He's going to have to rely on those other pieces if they want to get home with this victory.
3: It is the nightcap. We keep it rolling here on Visin. 13 to go in the second quarter. Warriors leading the Lakers 40 to 33. It has been a uh, it's been an ugly game. Hasn't been a, a pretty game. This thing isn't going to the Naismith Hall of Fame anytime soon. Rock fight. Uh, but the Warriors could care less as Steph Curry takes a step back and hits his first three. And man, Ooh. it just we'll see. We'll see if this Lakers team would get it going. But you know what Monty Poole told us last night. They stick around. That gives this Warriors team a more of an opportunity to win. And remember, went off as a five and a half point
4: underdog. Tonight. And they're really defending. That's the, really been the emphasis. The Lakers only have 33 points, and there's less than four minutes to play in the first half. When do you see that in the NBA? So this Warriors team has bought into defense, and that's led them to this 10 point victory thus far here. All right, let's
3: get to uh, let's get to the another turnover for the Lakers. They, I mean, they just look all out of sorts. It is uh, it is ugly. Yeah. Uh, let's get to Johnyuszczymski though. Uh, uh, host of the uh, New York, New York podcast on The Ringer. And uh, what, you know, I, I was all ready, John, to bring you on. We're going to talk some Nets. We're going to talk some Knicks. Yeah, maybe we'll sneak in a, a Yankee question or two. But lo and behold, Corey Kluber does what it seems like every other pitcher does this season. Throws a no-hitter. But the nice historical moment to it, first no-hitter since the David Cohn perfect game in 1999.
5: You fellas. That's a long time coming for the Yankees. And listen, Corey Kluber is a guy who there were a whole lot of questions about going to the start of this year because he didn't pitch last year. He didn't pitch the year before that. You had to wonder what was left in the tank. And pretty awesome, might I add, to see Corey Kluber basically on a night where he gets his bobblehead given out because they had all these leftovers from a COVID year a season ago. They give out his bobblehead. He gets all the breaks going his way, throws a no-hitter, first that we've seen in Yankee land in quite a while. Cool moment down in Arlington, no doubt.
4: John, let's stick with baseball here for a little bit here. I'm not sure if you've seen the odds recently, but we're going to talk a little American League MVP later on in the show here. I saw Aaron Judge at 14-1. to The Yankees obviously playing much better baseball in May than they were in April. What do you think about Judge and the prospects of maybe making a run at the MVP later on this summer?
5: yeah i think that's good value and i'm going to tell you why i think that's good value the yankees up and down the lineup are not producing the way they normally produce which means if aaron judge can go on a run where he carries the team over a couple of weeks that market for the mvp is going to look that much juicier now you see the big board show Otani with what he's doing if the angels are anywhere near postseason contention I just get the sense they're going to go and give him the award. But then you look at a guy like J.D. Martinez, as hot as he has been, J.D. Martinez don't play the field. I think the voters will hold that against him. So I don't think you're getting better value for Aaron Judge. The biggest key with hitting a ticket like that is his durability and the idea that he's going to play day in and day out. But would I take a flyer, 14-1 to on Aaron Judge? Absolutely.
3: We're talking to John Yastrzemski from The Ringer. New York, New York is the podcast. And I got to imagine um, the excitement that you have right now regarding the team that resides in Madison Square Garden, John. You were on a couple weeks ago, and you told us that when the Knicks are rolling, they are the top ticket in town. And I think I saw today 13,000 fans are going to be allowed into Madison Square Garden, which is, which is great to see. Um, you know, looking at series prices for this, the Knicks are a slight favorite. It's really a pick 'em series uh, when it comes down to it. How do you see this series playing out? Because I feel like people might be sleeping a little bit on the Hawks.
5: Yeah, listen, you nailed it with Atlanta. They've played really good basketball over the last six weeks. They've looked like a different team since Nate McMillan has taken over. Um, This series specifically, though, boils down to a couple of different things. Number one, the Knicks slowing down Trey Young. If they're going to win this series, Trey Young cannot be going off. They cannot be moving the ball up and down the court. So neutralizing him and throwing a bunch of different defenders his way, crucial. Second thing you got to watch for, pace of play. The Knicks do not want to be getting up and down the court with this Atlanta team. And I think you will know early on in this series, guys, how it's going to be played. If it's up-tempo, advantage Atlanta. If it's more grinded out, more methodical, advantage New York Knickerbockers. The other element in play, how are the Knicks going to counter the size of the Hawks? That means Capella, and that means Collins. Now, to me, the two great X factors. The Knicks home court advantage, I think it's very important to have home court advantage. You guys know they've been money at Madison Square Garden all year. They've been money covering numbers at Madison Square Garden this year. And the coach, Tom Thibodeau, to me, should have been NBA coach of the year. I know Monty Williams and the Suns have been great. Everybody thought Phoenix was going to be a quality team going into the year, especially when you go and bring in Chris Paul. The Knicks, on the other hand, they were a joke, right? They were a dumpster fire. Their Vegas over-under total was in the low 20s, for goodness sakes. Knicks finished 10 games over 500. I think defense, home court, Thibodeau is the difference. And I think the Knicks in a pick 'em series, I agree with you there, Timmy. It is a pick 'em series, but I like the Knicks in six.
4: John, let's go to the other borough, Brooklyn. They are the favorite to win the Eastern Conference, to win the NBA title. Now, they're obviously. It looks like they're going to beat the Boston Celtics, or so minus 1430. So it'd be a massive upset if they were to lose the Celtics in the first round. But fast forward to later on, deeper into the playoffs, is is there a team out there that you think can really challenge? I know Philadelphia has the number one seed, but what's the biggest threat to the Brooklyn Nets getting to the NBA Finals?
5: Yeah, I think it's Philly. You just nailed it because of what Joel and Bede brings to the table. Brooklyn is this high-powered offensive machine when KD and Kyrie and James Harden are all on the floor. But I don't know if Brooklyn's going to play any defense, and I don't know about the size that they, you know, don't have necessarily to counter a guy like Embiid. I don't trust Milwaukee in the postseason. I think Milwaukee, quite frankly, could have their hands full with Miami. You would think bringing in P.J. Tucker, bringing in Portis would give them a little bit more toughness. That won't be an easy series in round one, but I don't see Milwaukee beating the Brooklyn Nets. I think if there's a team in the Eastern Conference that's going to do it, I'm circling the Philadelphia 76ers. And guys, full disclosure, I have a couple of preseason tickets on Philly to win the East and to win the title. So my heart, after the Knicks get eliminated, of course, is going to be all in on the Sixers. <laughs> well, I'm with you too, John. You know, it wasn't that long ago. You know, I just looked
3: at the road. And for the Philadelphia 76ers, the road is. To the Eastern Conference Finals. No, no offense to your Knicks, uh, is is pretty smooth sailing. You know, no matter who comes out of Milwaukee and Miami, I think that's going to be a challenging test for the Brooklyn Nets. I think they prefer to see the Miami Heat in the second round. But you know, there's the four best teams in the Eastern Conference. I think three of them reside on one side of the bracket. So I'm with you. I took a flyer. On the uh, on the Sixers to win a little bit late in the game, plus three fifty five to win the Eastern Conference. But um, I know your boss is uh, is a rather uh, decent sized Celtics fan. You know, kind of <laughs> kind of likes the Celtics. Uh, we were we were listening to the podcast on the drive home last night where he was just gushing over that victory. Um, what about Brooklyn in four against Boston, John? Can I intrigue you at plus two fifty for Brooklyn to sweep the Celtics?
5: Yeah, I think that's decent value. To me, I'm circling 4-0, 4-1. I'm seeing 4-1 on your graphic there at plus 175. Assuming we get a gentleman's sweep, maybe Tatum goes off in one game. Maybe the Nets take off, whether it's up 2-0, up 3-0. I don't see this series getting six or seven games. I'd be very, very surprised if Brooklyn fooled around with Boston to the point. When this ends up being a lengthy series. I think it's four. I think it's five. You're flipping a coin, depending on what you're going to get there. I know the value is a little better at 4-0, but I'm seeing 175, 4-1. I, I'll give Boston one. I say Tatum has a moment, and it's a gentleman's sweep.
4: John, let's paint the picture of the dream scenario here. You know, you said it's a coin flip with this Knicks-Hawks series, but if the Knicks are able to get past Atlanta with that home court advantage, that defense, and the experience of Tom Thibodeau on the bench, and you get Brooklyn, and New York or rather, no, we wouldn't get Brooklyn in New York, but if they were, if they ended up meeting in the Eastern conference finals, for some reason, in an upset, how, how on fire would that city be if the Nets and Knicks ended up playing in a playoff series?
5: Oh, i would be beyond electric and the amazing dynamic that you'd have going on in town. The team that's expected to win is the team that really in many ways doesn't have a whole lot of fanfare in town. I live 15 minutes away from the Barclays Center, give or take. I get on a bike. I could be there in 15 minutes and you're going to see Nick jerseys and Nick hats all over the place. (laughs) This is a Nick town. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You might have a couple of Johnny come lately's that hop on a KD bandwagon or the Kyrie bandwagon, but you will have games at the Barclays Center that feel like road games for Brooklyn. Now, don't win the series because they're a more talented team. Talent more often than not, prevails in the NBA. But yeah, sign me up for a house money electric Eastern Conference Finals with the Knicks and the Nets. Sadly, I think it'll end up being Philly and Brooklyn. But we shall see.
3: Yeah, and and you know, John, I know on your podcast, like you said, you, I mean, the Knicks, the Knicks, and the Yankees; those are the teams everyone wants to focus on the most there uh, in the city. But when you look at Brooklyn and the the continuity maybe not being there. Hell, we're looking at the Lakers right now. They've been banged up all year. They're down a baker's dozen at the half to the Warriors. So it's it's unbelievable what we're watching right now in Los Angeles. Uh, the the you know the Nets still were able to stem the tide, and they're the the two seed in the Eastern Conference. But defensively, I certainly have my questions uh, about this team. Uh, do you think their offensive firepower is enough and ultimately do you think this nets team in year one is uh is the champs
5: i think they can win a championship absolutely um you got to tell me who comes out of the western conference Who that knows. to me is the key because matchup is everything right they don't match up well with a guy like anthony davis but if this is the version of lebron james that we're getting for the rest of the postseason Guys, it's going to be a quick exit for the Lakers. They're not going to make it out of the first round. They'll beat Memphis if they end up winning tomorrow. And I hope you guys loaded up on Golden State like I did. I don't want to put the cart before the horse. I'm knocking on a little wood right now, imaginary, as we speak. But I am on Golden State plus the five and a half. I even sprinkled a little bit on the money line. But a team with a big scares me for Brooklyn. So I think if Brooklyn gets past Philadelphia, which to me I think would be their toughest challenge, yeah, I think Brooklyn could win the whole thing.
3: We're talking once again to John Yastrzemski, and uh, John, just uh, to to wrap things up, you know, going back to the Yankees, uh, it, it's been a bizarre year in in Major League Baseball. A lot of a lot of parody. Uh, but where are you on this Lakers team when it comes to the futures market? Because the Dodgers, uh, as we know, have have been uh, a bit of a disappointment so far this year. They're still rich of talent and but they've got some injuries uh, to deal with. Uh, where do you look at this Lakers te- uh, the Lakers? <laughs> where do you look at this Yankees team right now? Uh, I know you're you know pinstriped through and through. Uh, do they have an opportunity this year and, and, and at their price at around you know plus 750? are they intriguing enough to you to, to fire in a future?
5: Yeah, I think you better get better value now with the Yankees than you did in the preseason. And, you know, look up and down the American League. Who right now is the team that is the clear standout? I, I, I can't find you one. Chicago has a ton of talent, yes. Chicago is also very, very inexperienced. And you got to see what happens with this whole aftermath with Tony La Russa acting like a guy oh. who in many ways <laughs> has seen the game basically pass him right by. But I think it's a wide open American League, guys. I really do. And I think the Yankees need a lefty bat. I think they need a little bit more balance to their lineup. But they got a ton of pop. They got a great bullpen. And I think they have the best pitcher in the American League in Garrett Cole on their side. So, yeah, I-, I like the Yankees definitely a lot more than I did in yeah, preseason. I think the value to win the World Series is a heck of a lot better now. So, yeah, I don't think you're getting much better than 7 or 750 unless you tell me they're not winning the division and they end up in a wild card scenario or whatnot.
3: What were you doing when David Cohn threw the perfect game in 99?
5: That's a good question. I was coming back from a movie. I think it was Armageddon. I saw it early in the morning at like 11 a.m. The Yankees got in like a hour rain delay, and I know this because I end up befriending the guy that David Cohn through to in the old Yankee Stadium tunnel. One of the great bat boys for the Yankees, Squeegee, tells me this story all the time that Coney threw him a bunch of pitches over 30 or 40 minutes, came back from the rain delay, watched Cone work his magic, and Orlando Cabrera popping up to Scott Broch's to end it on Yogi Berra Day with Don Larson in the house. Pretty damn cool.
3: Well, the funny thing is the gentleman who will be sitting in Femi's seat tomorrow <laughs> Jeff Parles, and I'm going to bring it up, make sure I'll bring it up to him, was at that game. Now, he was like seven years old, uh, John. Guess what? Left, he left the game during the rain delay.
5: Oh, you can Oh, it was like a forty-five minute rain delay. That's a that's an amateur move. A, I mean, <laughs> I don't move. care how old you are, man.
3: Track. You had to know uh, on on uh, yeah on on Yogi Berra day with Larson and that you had to know something was special. So uh, I'll, I'll make sure to remind him of that tomorrow.
5: I'm surprised he's actually telling you guys that. I, I am <laughs> behind
3: <laughs> that secret. Shame. Yeah. A special, well, he's a Mets fan, so I don't think he really cares all that much, you know, about uh, the Yankees. Oh,
5: or, well, that, that, that ex, well, listen, that explains a lot, then. That explains a lot. He's not a Yankee fan, so it doesn't mean as much to him. Okay, that makes sense.
3: But, you know, I mean, I'm glad you got to see Armageddon and uh, and Liv Tyler. And, and uh, I, I still don't understand. Wouldn't it have been – couldn't we have trained astronauts to become, you know, use a jackhammer? I don't know. Uh, that's another <laughs> topic for another day. Uh, John, appreciate it, man, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.
5: Guys, I'm going to work on that oil rig right now, Bruce Willis style. I might even take the shirt off. We'll see. Thanks, guys. There he is,
3: John Dastrzemski,
4: 55-42. to 42. We're keeping an eye. We're trying to be good My hosts. gosh. It, behind us, Circa Sportsbook is going absolutely insane with every Steph Curry made shot. He hit the buzzer beater to end the first half. This place was losing it. It's hard to, like, we're keeping tabs of all sorts of different things that are going on, but definitely all eyeballs behind us on that Lakers-Warriors game that is looking very golden for the Warriors.
3: 55-42, to Steph Curry with a step-back three at the buzzer. All momentum is on the Warriors' side. Can the Lakers mount a comeback? We'll take a look at the second half line, the total update on the props, everything you need to know about a stunner that's brewing in Los Angeles. The Warriors up 13 at the half.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. is uncanny usa
2: he says somebody's in the house and i screamed
0: listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid of on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
6: Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
3: Lakers are in some trouble. Yeah. They are in some trouble.
4: Uh, It's not not looking great after uh, 24 minutes of basketball for the old lake show here. 55 to 42
3: at the half. And for the Lakers, uh, the second half line here at Circa, Lakers minus seven, which means Warriors minus six for the game. Lakers in that first half, AD, two of 12. LeBron, 1 of 7. Dennis Schroeder, 1 for 9. 4 for 28 from those three. Alex Caruso is 5 for 5, by the way, uh, <laughs> in, in that first half. And you were mentioning a stat that was thrown out there by ESPN, Stats and Information. Lakers missed 31 shots in the first half. They're most in any half this season. And give some credit, Draymond Green, when he guarded... uh Anthony Davis, Davis was just two of eight. And Andrew Wiggins, his knock has always been his defense, Femi, and... 0 for 9 are Lakers when guarded by Andrew Wiggins, including LeBron 0 for 6.
4: And Wiggins always had the potential to be a good defender. That's why he goes number one overall, because you saw the offensive potential and the defensive potential just didn't come to fruition in Minnesota. But he has really bought into this Golden State Warriors system. When have you have a guy like a Draymond Green there, Steve Kerr knows how to kind of push the right buttons, learning from Phil Jackson a heck of a performance by this Warriors team. And I don't want us to sound somber. I know you have the Moneyline Parlay. Yeah, I I bought in on the Lakers at minus one and a half on the live line. So we, we should be tipping our caps to the Golden State Warriors a heck of a half of basketball that this team underdogs five and a half points, and they lead this thing by 13 heading into the locker room. Really yeah, impressive.
3: A, a ton of credit, uh, no doubt, uh, to Golden State.
4: And but we want to cash our tickets. Though, we do. So let's go Lakers. <laughs> and I,
3: I just, you know, there's just something watching that first half unfold. That they, they look. I mean, Golden State. Uh, they were thriving, and you look at the, uh, you know, Steph Curry ends up with three threes in that first half, but Kent Bazemore comes out, Now he ultimately has just seven points, but it was it was the, the shots at the right time. I mean, early on, the Warriors jump out to a lead when Bazemore hits two threes, the first two threes of the game. Andrew Wiggins only ends up with nine points in the first half, but hit a couple big buckets in the first quarter. You know, Jordan Poole off the bench, he bangs a three, he finishes with seven. Uh, Toscano, wants. Montescano ends up with eight points in that first half, including a couple of threes. So, you know, this is a team... In the Warriors that we criticize, and I think rightfully so, the surrounding cast to Steph Curry, but they have made the plays that they've needed to make, and that small lineup, which I thought would be detrimental, has been you know beneficial. Andre Drummond, so far in this game, we talked about you know I liked unders for him. He's only played 10 minutes, and that's not a surprise. He has just two points and five rebounds. Frank Vogel has got his work cut out for him in the second half.
4: I'm looking at the Steph Curry prop of 36 and a half. Now, the way the game started out, you had to be feeling pretty good. You're like, okay, Frank Vogel's plan for Steph Curry. It's coming to fruition. The Lakers are making the other guys beat them, but the way he ended that half with those three pointers, hitting that one at the buzzer, he started to do the little shimmy heading into that's when you know Steph starts to feel really good And when you have a shooter feeling good about themselves 15 points can be 30 points in a matter of a second with that guy. And if you're holding an under ticket with Steph Curry at under 36 and a half points, I mean, the, the sweat really is on for you.
3: Well, if you're holding an under ticket for this game you're feeling great i yes. mean 97 points uh in the first half this is a 217 total closed at 217 and your second half total is 106 femi so if you're the lakers and and this is a dead under game you are now once again the majority of the season you've played without lebron you've played without Day-D, but you are one of the worst offenses in the league you're the top defense in the league which showed at times in that first half but this offense has just been putrid and once again ad lebron and dennis schroeder as the second half is underway just 4 for 8 uh, 4 for 28 from 3 uh in the first uh Four for 28 from the field, I should say, in the first half.
4: And a quick update on LeBron James' prop. He has seven rebounds right now. That prop went off at seven and a half. So uh, scoring-wise, it's been bad for LeBron James. One of seven, six points um, in the stat sheet there, but seven rebounds. So he's at least doing his job on the glass. Will likely go over that prop. But if you have the over on his points or assists, assists, you're in okay shape. He has four assists, but the points, you're going to need a big half from the king if he's going to go over that point total.
3: Yeah, and uh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, The crazy thing was, LeBron James, before he went down with that high ankle sprain, was the favorite to win the MVP this year. He was playing at a a phenomenal level, Femi, and now... um I mean, high ankle sprains last a long time. I'm not making excuses. Everyone else, the surrounding cast has played very poor. The Warriors are playing uh, incredibly well uh, at this point in time. So second half underway. Lakers a seven-point second-half favorite. Warriors a six-point favorite for the game, leading by 13 with 11.26 to go in the third quarter. It's the nightcap here on v NHL and NBA playoffs are here, folks, and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges. Visa Hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all the NHL action, and our senior. NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all the Hoops insights. Our experts and the entire team here at VSIN give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game on VSIN.com and our members-only best bet emails. Now is the time to cash in this playoff season. Sign up for your 10-day free trial, VSIN.com backslash subscribe. Femi Abebafe, Tim Murray with you live from the Circus Sportsbook. And Femi, it is a roller coaster uh, (laughs) when you look at this live line. At the half, Lakers, they were laying seven in the second half. Now you might think, oh, that's a lot. Not really because they were down 13. So the live line at the half, full game, was Warriors minus six. That's what you were betting on if you wanted to take, you know, Lakers minus seven. It is now a pick. Here at Circa with the run that the Lakers are on LeBron James, just uh, a breakout and one uh, capping off a, what has been a six Oh run, potentially seven Oh run to start the second half Uh, LeBron. You know, we were talking about during the break now showed some vintage, uh, pieces there, but just just looks a bit off uh, offensively and we talked about the shooting percentage in the first half. He's just two for nine from the field. One for eight prior to uh, the and one and the free throw here still to come, but Lakers down 13 at the half. They are now on a 6-0 run and it is a pickem here at Circa.
4: Yeah, and LeBron is at the line. Had that transition basket plus the foul, so he'll shoot the free throw on the other side of the break. A chance to cut it to six and the place circa the sportsbook just erupted behind us when that LeBron and one finish was happening right before the break there. It's a lively atmosphere here at circa Uh, the Lakers trying to rally back, but things can quickly change there. You know, down 13 and a half and all of a sudden he hits a free throw. It's a six point game right there. Maybe the Lakers, that's what they need. I'm still looking at them for getting Anthony Davis involved, not just because I have the player prop over, (laughs) but he has one free throw. Yeah, Anthony Davis has a big size advantage against this Golden State team, that's inexcusable. The one free throw was a technical free throw as well, so he hasn't been aggressive enough. They need more out of him if they want to win this game.
3: Yeah, and and Anthony Davis, it's a great point that you bring up. You and I talked about it yesterday. We both like the over for Anthony Davis here tonight uh, because of the mismatch that he poses. Now, give Draymond Green a, a ton of credit, Femi. Two of eight Uh, when he is guarding Anthony Davis uh, and he is just two of 12 for the night is Anthony Davis. But yeah, you got to look to Anthony Davis seeing if he can get things rolling. LeBron James looking to complete the three point play and he does. So it is now a six point game just like that. And and I I do go back to what Monty pool said. Uh, If, the Warriors can stick around. I mean, that's it's no fun uh, being against Steph Curry if this if this is a, a close game and and they're just finding ways. I mean, obviously the Lakers are hedging hard and and shading towards uh, shading towards Steph Curry. So you get the first bucket of the half here uh, for Andrew Wiggins, able to get it for the Golden State Warriors like that for the prop. Yeah, there you go for your for your prop play, but um, yeah, it is. It's it's an interesting tactic, and you know KCP taking it to the hoop there. Uh, that possession, I'll see if they do this more. They they pulled AD out and Draymond Green had to respect it and opened up the lane there without Draymond Green uh, in there. So that that'll be something to keep an eye on and something that Steph Curry has been trying to do and really hasn't had much success is with the doubles. He's trying to split them and throw up some floaters and and his float game is uh, is not on point uh, here tonight. But AD continues to struggle from uh, from long range.
4: And now is is this a spot where you would be interested if you didn't have any pre-flop bet or any moneyline parlay going along? With the Grizzlies, is this a spot that you would be interested in playing the Lakers as they're down by six in this early in the third period? Here, would you play them live at that pick'em price? I'd imagine they're probably favored right now on the live line, probably at the next TV timeout. If this margin kind of holds, I,
3: I, I'll be honest. No, I, I think I, there has been so many things about uh, the way that they played in the first half that that were discouraging. Uh, with, mm-hmm. but you know, we've seen LeBron and AD rise to the occasion and, and and all throughout the year, Femi, we gave them the benefit of the doubt that they'll they'll get things going, they'll figure it out. Um, I I I would if I had if you forced me to play it, I would probably look towards the Warriors at the last media timeout. Now we'll see how this transpires here and and similar to what we saw in the bubble. You know, they're getting really big contributions from KCP and you know, a lot a lot of people kind of joked because he's a clutch you know, he's rep by <laughs> clutch and 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 maybe it, it probably there is some truth to it that he got a contract because part of it was that he was a you know, uh rep by the same representation uh that that represents you know, AD and LeBron. However, um he was big last year in in the bubble and he's playing big here tonight. He's got 10 points. Yeah,
4: he, you can't say that this is some sort of nepotism. No. Just like kind of situation because Canteyus Caldwell-Pope has been amazing in these big spot moments. And now we see a one-point game after Dennis Schroeder hits a dead on three-pointer at the top of the key. So, I'd imagine, I mean the Lakers might be laying four and a half on the lifeline at this point with this momentum shift early on here in this second half.
3: It is a 14 to 2 run to start the second half for wow. the Los Angeles Lakers and yeah, Dennis Schroeder. We mentioned Schroeder, AD, and LeBron at the half, Femi were combined four for 28. So, you know, I think law of averages, you said those are the three most talented players, at least offensively on this Lakers team, and they are just four for 28. That's going to even out, uh, but a dumb foul by Dennis Schroeder is being too aggressive. Uh, against Steph Curry as he basically gives the Warriors three free points as he'll head to the free throw line here. Um but yeah, this is this is certainly encouraging for the Lakers as once again, you know, they were they were plus 6 full game at the half against the Warriors down 13. What you had what we had seen, really no signs had been there that this Lakers team would would play better, but it is the NBA. This is the reigning champs and you had to figure that they will figure things out, especially the way that they were shooting so poorly in that first half.
4: I really like the Lakers in this spot here. I'm looking at the box score. The two Lakers who are in double figures, Contavius Caldwell-Pope and Alex Caruso with the big half in the first half going five for five. You're talking about 14 points combined from Anthony Davis and LeBron James, and the Lakers are only trailing by three, probably going to be four after Steph Curry knocks down another free throw. This is a spot that the Lakers, if they get anything from Anthony Davis and LeBron James, No business Lakers can lose this game. They need to win this basketball game, and I think they're right there to do it. Just need a little extra nudge from those star players.
3: Yeah, it's a four-point game now after Steph Curry knows He has missed a free throw today. We we have seen that. So he does have – there is uh, some – he's not completely perfect from the free throw line, but uh, he has – he has really been uh, tremendous, and a- AD man, he is all over the mark when it comes to uh, shooting from the outside. So we'll see if AD can get can get rolling here for the Lakers. Uh, we'll take a quick break. Take a look at some series prices. When we return, it is the nightcap here on Veasan.
2: Sumo Play.
3: Welcome back to the Indeed.com studio. Looking to hire? Indeed will help you speed up the process. They have 135 skills tests to help you find the right candidates faster. Visit Indeed.com slash Credit. It is the nightcap here on Vsin Femi Bebefe, and Tim Murray with you. Warriors up by seven. Live line right now. Warriors minus one and a half with 6:46 to go in the third quarter. Uh, it was a what 14 to two run yeah. to start the second half. We've seen the Warriors bounce back here. Big three right before uh, this media timeout from Kent Bazemore as uh, you know the Lakers like we've been saying, have sold out on Steph Curry. Uh, he's got 18 points so far, but uh, everything has been difficult to come by. Hit that big three at the end of the first half, but the surrounding cast has done enough. Kent Bazemore, now three for four from three, uh, and, you know, Toscano's hit a couple of threes, so they have been able to uh, really do their part and uh, and also play really strong defense.
4: And it all started with that run that the Lakers had, 14-2 to you mentioned, but then just a bad foul by Dennis Schroder that yep. kind of just put a wet blanket over that momentum that the Lakers had built coming out of the locker room as the Warriors were able to get it back up to seven I mean it got down to as little as one with the Lakers, there uh, trailing with the Warriors, but I mean, I think the Lakers. It seems that offensively, they're trying to get something going here. They've had much more success starting this half than they did in the first half, where they missed 31 shots or whatever the most of any half all season long.
3: Yeah, and uh, our good friend uh, William Hill at Not the Wheel Hill, a contributor here to Vieson said if the Lakers lose, remember the stupid three-shot foul by Schroeder. Yep. The Lakers had it down to one, and uh, they forced a miss. It was a it was good. Defense. Defense and Schroeder fouls him. Of course, he's going to hit off. There was fifty-seven, fifty-six at that point. Um, th- there'll be a lot of things to point to uh, yeah. for the Lakers if they ultimately lose here tonight. And uh, remember, they will face the loser of this game. Will get the Grizzlies as they beat uh, the Spurs here tonight. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and,
4: and they will get them at home, which is important yeah. to, to note. There, like whether it's the Warriors or the Lakers that lose this game, it will be. So the Grizzlies will have to come out west to play this team. Um, and which I'm assuming would be maybe a late tip, since we see nine legs.
3: nine o'clock <laughs> Eastern. I believe it will be the tip uh, on Friday night, and uh, the Lakers just in a horrendous offensive possession, a yeah. shot clock violation. Uh, LeBron taking a little bit of a rest right now, um, so. W- Last night, we found out that it would be the Celtics moving on to face the Brooklyn Nets as they disposed of the uh, the Washington Wizards uh, re- with relative ease, 118 to 100. And now you're looking at a series price there for the Nets. We were talking to John Yastrzemski a little bit about this series. He felt like gentleman's sweep or a full-blown sweep is likely... I, I would not be surprised whatsoever if this Nets team... You know, once again, you're assuming health, but... I know, I know what the what the Nets or the Celtics were able to do last night, but I still am uninspired by this uh, Celtics team this year. Despite a Jason Tatum fifty burger, I just feel like if he puts up fifty, Kevin Durant's still going to counter. Jason, James Hart, I I think at plus 250 is where I would look for uh, the Nets' exact series price here.
4: That, that's the only place I would look. I don't see the gentleman sweep happening here. I think Boston is too banged up. The absence of Jalen Brown is really going to hurt them in this series specifically because you need as many perimeter defenders as possible to try to stop Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. On any given night, one of those guys can go for 50, as you can see in the postseason. So I would go strictly Celtics, or rather Nets, to win that series in four, or I wouldn't play that series at all. I'm not looking to lay... 1400 plus or I'm not looking to go the plus 175 is not it's not enticing enough for me for the gentleman sweep so I would go purely Nets 4-0 or just pass the series altogether.
3: So right now I just got to go back to the Lakers Warriors game. Mm-hmm. Yesterday we talked about um, how the Wizards were inexplicably going to Alex Len way too often. Now Andre Drummond is not the player uh, he's much superior to the, to the level of, of an Alex Len. Um, but just like that, we're back up to twelve with the
4: Warriors leading after I mean, a Curry this three. This thing is
3: cooked, man. I'm telling you, this thing is is cooked. Uh, the, the war, the Lakers, they had
4: their chance, and I. I, it, it, I think if they can get it to within five, I would be interested to see what the line looks like. I mean, they would be a dog. I would imagine probably a three and a half point dog or somewhere like that. But if they can get this to within five. At the end of the third quarter, you do still have LeBron James. You do still have Anthony Davis. Now they haven't played like we know them to be. Uh, we've known and loved to, I've to, um, uh, known and loved to, to to come with them. But it's to me, it's uh, I, the Lakers have too much firepower against this Warriors team. That I, if it's a close game, I still would favor the Lakers just because they have the two guys who can get to the line at will.
3: And, and what I was saying is, you know, Andre Drummond. They were feeding Andre Drummond. Yeah, that's not good. What, not, are, we do- what not, are we doing? What are we doing? I mean, not, how, is, how is that your offense to try to get back in the game? Is Andre Drummond, let's feed him in the post. Uh, so I think Frank Vogel, desperate times call for desperate measures. He brought in Wes Matthews. The first possession he gets, he bangs a three. I mean, it, it's easy to say you should have gone to that more. But the, what they did last year in the bubble was they went small ball, AD at the 5. They're doing that right now. And I, they try so often to avoid this lineup, but it is their best lineup with AD at the 5, and he poses really difficult matchups. And now maybe you're going to get AD going. back. To this He gets a big block defensively. He comes back down, now a chance at an and-one. He has been awful today, but it's a 7-point game, and if you can get AD cook in here then maybe you've got a chance
4: well is that, that's the not so dirty secret that anthony davis doesn't like to play the five. No, he doesn't like to play it at all which but, makes no sense because that's where he that's, flourishes that's where his teams have flourished and we see them do it when it's the break the glass scenarios yep. but instead of going to break the glass, just do it from the jump and you can win these games more comfortably. But we know he doesn't like to play the five. That's why he was so in favor of bringing Andre Drummond, having Dwight Howard there last year, JaVale McGee last year. They have Gasol there this year. He just doesn't like to do it, but they have to tell him, hey, play the five, man. That's when we're at our best. And you see that with the quick buckets right there on back-to-back possessions. Yeah, their best lineup is, you know, LeBron, Caruso, KCP,
3: uh, Kuzma, and A.D. at the five. That is their best lineup. And Schroeder to throw in there, too. And, and they need to get that going. LeBron right now taking uh, a bit of a rest. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, Steph Curry trying to get things going. The Lakers really have done uh, a, a reasonable job on Steph Curry. Oh, it's been hit. a
4: terrific job defensively. I think that's what their defensive game plan has been awesome that I've seen so far. It's Steph Curry's not getting loose the way he normally does. Now, if Bazemore's hitting shots, if Wiggins is hitting shots, we We said it yesterday, you have to live with that. You can't stop everything, especially when you're defending a team that has Steph Curry. So the way they played the Warriors, I think, has been fine. It's the offensive issues that have been kind of derailing them thus far in this game.
3: Steph Curry right now at 23 points. So uh, the over under at 36 and a half, we're we're keeping a close eye on that. It's an eight point game right now. Uh, LeBron James, if you played the under on points for LeBron, uh, you're feeling very comfortable. Now, once again, I guess you can't say very that emphatically because We've seen certainly LeBron uh, have massive fourth quarters in in big time games, but it just you know he doesn't feel like himself right now. Uh, you know he doesn't look himself offensively. Uh, by the way, uh, AD just shot a fadeaway off the side of the backboard, uh, <laughs> so that's not uh, ideal. And uh,
4: LeBron James right now still sitting a half under on that rebound prop. He had seven and a half rebounds. Was posted. He's at seven still. You'd imagine that he would get that at some point in this game. Um, but it, I mean, it looks like he's not feeling a hundred percent himself. I know he said he'll never be one hundred percent, but it's the, we're getting to the playoff time here. It's it's all or nothing. I mean, not all or nothing in this game in particular, but it could be very quickly if you guys don't turn it around here with about ten or fifth or fourteen more minutes left to play in the ball game.
3: 74-66 to 66 is the score, and I believe the uh, Warriors will keep possession here as uh, Draymond Green just had a nice block on the defensive side of the ball. I, I do want to throw out a series that uh, there, are co- there are two series right now that are uh, basically toss-ups in the eyes of oddsmakers. Knicks Hawks, and Nuggets Blazers. Start with Knicks-Hawks. We talked to John Yastrzemski about this uh, a little bit earlier in the show. Uh, he leans towards the Knicks. Uh, he is a, a hometown guy, so he's hoping for, you know, game seven, you get that hometown flavor because the uh, Lakers, or excuse me, the Knicks do have the four seed in this spot. So it is uh, advantage Knicks. But I think this is a Hawks team that is getting a bit overlooked. Uh, they're They're... Really strong offensively. finished the season strong. I know the Knicks have got that that mojo going for them. They're you know lockdown defensive type of team. Uh, but I I do like if I had to pick it, I, I would have to look at the Hawks a little bit in the series.
4: Yeah, JVT told us last night that he was leaning towards the Hawks yeah. as well. You know the Hawks. Trey Young has been terrific. John Collins is a good player. Nate McMillan, ever since he took over, the Hawks team has been much different. They're playing together. And the Knicks, I, we all like the story. I think of the New York Knicks. Madison's Square Garden, seeing that place alive once again, playoff basketball in the Mecca, but I think it's the Hawks that probably would maybe win the series. It's a coin flip, and I get the whole purpose of leaning with the team with the home court advantage and the better defense, but as of right now, all the all the smart people at least are saying lean with the Atlanta Hawks just based on the matchup, and JVT did bring up the point that the Knicks defense could be a little overrated. There was a little bit of luck that went their way. Opponents missing wide-open looks. So maybe that's something the Hawks can take advantage of over the course of a seven-game series.
3: Got a media timeout in Los Angeles. It is now 74-70. to 70. The Lakers on a little run here. There They've cut go. the deficit down to four. Uh, I saw backdoor from Kyle Kuzma. He finishes. I mean, think about where the Lakers are right now. Now, you could say a similar thing about the Warriors where Steph Curry has 23 points and not going off. AD has 10, LeBron has 11, Schroeder has nine, and yet they're only down
4: four. This is what we said. I wanted to see if they could get it to five. They've gotten it to four. If this holds heading into the fourth quarter, I like where the Lakers are at in this spot. I'll be curious to see what the live line is. It's a pick. It's a pick right now. So you've seen it's a pick. And if the Lakers, hey, they could, they could ultimately be leading after this quarter. It's 148 left to play. Get a couple more stops and bang in a couple threes. After everything being down by 12, they could be up heading into the final 12 minutes.
3: Ma- massive final two minutes to go in Los Angeles. A four-point game. Warriors leading the Lakers. Stick around. It's the Nightcap here on Beeson.
0: If you dare.